Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. <laughs> Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. Hey, 2022, you can stop now. All right? Jeez. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. I'm your host, Kyle Hebert, captain on board this giant spaceship here in low Earth orbit. In fact, if you go outside right now and look up, I'm waving at you. Over here. Hey. Hi. Yeah. Uh, coming up, your answers for the question of the week. But first, a word from our sponsors, of which we have none. So I just made them up. This podcast is supported by the Value for Value model, where you can stream micropayments in-app as you listen on any free podcast player from newpodcastapps.com. Burb. Attention, you. Yes, you. You with the collectibles taking up way too much space while your spouse, siblings, roommates, or significant others are slowly dying from all that dust gathering. My name is I.R. Gullible, nerd attorney at law. Have you been injured from accidentally reading manga from left to right? Ever have a cosplay wardrobe malfunction at a con and now your reputation is tarnished on social media? Are you getting taken advantage of because of your poor gameplay skills and end up getting sniped repeatedly by some snot-nosed preteen whose vocabulary is wider than it should be? You may be entitled to compensation. At the law offices of Hook, Line, and Sinker, we represent thousands of geeky clients every year and we guarantee to take your case, make you look pathetic to the jury for sympathy, and offer this money back guarantee. We promise to only charge you regardless of whether you win or not. Need an excuse why hundreds of Blu-rays are on your shelves, still in the shrink wrap? Or are you trying to justify why you keep every possible cable and adapter because you never know when you'll need it? Hook, line, and sinker can plead your case. Call 1-800-DUPE-ME or email us your credit card info at scam at hoodwinked.com. Shout out to Mr. Dave Jones, this week's sat cat. He sent 2112 Satoshis, 2112. It's a rush boost on the boostagram here. So uh, let's do some quick math calculations. That's equivalent to approximately 88 cents. Yeah. Web browser podcast app CurioCaster shows those conversions. So you know exactly what you're spending. Just think of it this way. 1000 sats is worth about 41 cents as of this episode. So I was totally dogging on Morbius last time, and I still haven't even seen it. I don't want to see it. I'm glad some of you took one for the team, so I didn't have to. Dave Jones from Podcasting 2.0 said he was not a happy camper. His boostagram message is, Morbius was so bad. The script was just awful. It felt like they just needed another character, so they pulled out the formula and hit the auto-create button. (sighs) Oh, boy, it's... Uh, I'm Drew Grime. Yeah. From the Drew Grime True Crime Podcast. That's still not a thing, Drew. What's up? I'm pondering some of this world's greatest mysteries. Like what? Why aren't there songs about centrifugal motion? This Kiss by Faith Hill? Uh, well, crap. <laughs> the question of the week. Is pop culture having a positive or negative influence on society nowadays? Gavin Johnson said... 
A bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. Its influences are everywhere, and there's a lot of bridges and cultures and freedom of expression, but also it's exhausting, because what should be paid attention to changes every 10 minutes, and I just feel overloaded. The misanthropist says, depends on the media. Most of everything is subjective. Bradley Patterson, depends on the narrative context. TK23 Baseball says pop culture sparks a lot of conversation and debates. As long as it doesn't get toxic and out of hand, I'm all for it. People just need to appreciate what they like and let others like what they like. The Digital Dissection Podcast says as a pop culture podcast, we will state there's at least a 50-50 chance every topic is divisive. However, we had you on our show and it was quite good. Thanks, guys. Raftalia is best girl says... Social media can make it seem that pop culture gets way out of hand, people arguing over this and that. But I've also seen people say that anime inspired them to work out or that comics taught them to be a good person or that a song got them through a tough time in life. Yeah, the concept feels a little abstract. I I get that. And I totally agree. This all depends on the context. Later on in the show, I'm going to cover why viral social media can definitely be negative. And media can signal to boost awareness about important issues of all types, but also advance agendas or be misinterpreted as such. So watching it cross over into controversial territory or cancel culture, not fun. No question. Favorite Gilbert Gottfried role or moment? Was it a joke? Was it a role like Iago in Aladdin? Aflac Duck? Uh, his Dracula skits on Howard Stern? His insane laugh? I mean, sure, the guy had a grating voice, but that was the point. And of course, nothing like the real him. So he had this real knack for inserting his foot in his mouth and rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. But I will say, I did love the Dracula bits on the Howard Stern show. Do you have a favorite Gilbert Gottfried shtick or role? At Boombox Pod or send a boostergram on a Podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. Mark Zuckerbot and the team at the company formerly known as Facebook are learning that half of teens surveyed aren't sure about the metaverse or have zero interest in it or in owning a VR headset. I have an Oculus Quest 2, which is now known as the MetaQuest. And while I do think it's very cool, I haven't touched it in months. And a good chunk of the youth are in the same boat, despite a majority being gamers. The article I got this uh, from on PCGamer.com comments on Gen Z and millennials. I wonder what a survey would say about my generation. Generation X. The meta peeps think VR is the gateway to the metaverse, where it's not just for gamers, but everyone can get some work done with the virtual avatars walking around a virtual office. So yeah, VR is gimmicky. I admit it. And I enjoy a good gimmick. But it seems to lose its shine pretty quickly. And I think the disconnect is having to wear those stupid, bulky headsets. Now, is that going to change when PlayStation VR launches? Well, it's still a helmet. And the graphics may be a huge upgrade, which is awesome. But it's still a helmet. And everyone, myself included, gets tired of wearing it after half an hour or even less. Even when the game experience is a lot of fun. I'll see what a couple of my alien crew members here think about this whole situation here. Gets, Shiggles. Hey, what's crackalackin'? Uh, not much. Hey there, Shiggles. Hello. So, I've been thinking... Did it hurt? Well, actually, yeah. Ah, oh, sorry to hear, man. VR helmets are big and bulky and way too much, eh? Right. Well... You know what weighs a lot less? Eyelids. What? I'll take you from here, Shigs. Yeah, Gitz, please elaborate. Okay, hear me out. Why wear a heavy helmet when you could just shut your eyes and use your imagination? Uh, well... I, I'm uh, shutting my eyes, right? What am I looking at? Your tentacles? Eh, sorry, Hans, wrong guess. <laughs> Scoping out the river of Red Bull that's currently filling um, up the bridge, uh-huh. bro. Wait, I don't see any... Oh, wait a tick. 
I just closed my eyelids and there's Red Bull everywhere. Uh, Run away. Guys, guys, you're just running into each other. Hey, Watch look out, out man. Uh, oh, these graphics are out of this world. Okay, let me blink. Now I'm on a deserted island, getting a tan. What? Relaxing on the beach. Wow. Yeah, that sounds good. Let me blink to your location. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is nice. Oh, I'm getting sleepy. Guys, oh. just... What? Seriously? Okay, so as you can hear, you don't need the metaverse to be productive. Yay? Social media can serve many purposes. News, useful or pointless, communication, validation, promotion, marketing, and of course, turning the world into one giant drama-filled preschool playground. But wait, there's more! It also gives attention seekers a lot of satisfaction, especially when it comes to viral challenges. One of the latest crazes on TikTok is the Orbeez Challenge. Teens are taking toy or airsoft guns and firing gel balls at random strangers while filming it. The Orbeez company, of course, had to make a quick statement attempting some damage control and uh, assure the public that their toys are not meant to be used as projectiles. Now, will a press release ever stop idiots from being idiots? Nope. Now people are getting shot with modified gel balls that do even more damage. An Amazon driver was shot in the face as he was driving. Now, nothing fatal here, but the potential for fatality is certainly there if you're behind the wheel. Welts or even broken skin has been reported multiple times by victims of random kids going on shooting sprees. Now every mother actually has a case made when they say, watch it, you'll put an eye out with that. Or worse, cops ending up with a sad story like Al Powell on Die Hard. Ain't enough Twinkies to dull that pain. As of this recording, there have been three episodes of Moon Knight streamed on Disney+. I think it's in the running to be my favorite of all the Marvel TV shows so far. Hawkeye, the weakest, but still watchable. I'm not really sure that Miss Marvel is going to be all that great, but then again, I'm not in the demographic, I don't think. You know, maybe it'll be a Ferris Bueller, Scott Pilgrim kind of thing for today's kids. Of course, they changed the source of her powers and all that, but that's another topic for another time. Anyway, I think Moon Knight has been firing on all cylinders right from the beginning. Oscar Isaac, awesome as always. And uh, we've seen the buffoonery of the Stephen Grant persona and the badassness of the main personality and host for Moon Knight and the avatar of Khonshu, Mark Spector. They're doing a really good job of making the exposition efficient, pacing the action back-to-back with strong character building, saving Moon Knight for all his glory in the climax of each episode, globe-hopping from Europe to Egypt. Rest in peace for Gaspard Uliel as Mogart from Episode 3. He sadly passed away from a skiing accident in January. I'm digging that Khonshu is totally good with screwing with the skies despite a warning with the other Egyptian god avatars. He's just waving his arms in the air like he just don't care, and it looks like he's spinning a globe. You almost feel sympathy for Ethan Hawke's Arthur Harrow, a previous host of Khonshu, who feels that he was exploited and abused by the god. And then Mr. Knight pops up, which is still Stephen Grant. I have a feeling him and Deadpool would be fun to watch together for some reason. For people still feeling wonky about Isaac's awkward British accent for Stephen Grant, it was a choice from higher up. After all, too many characters are based in New York. But a bing, I'm walking here. From my top secret bunker, totally not underneath Pahrump, Nevada. Just ignore that cardboard cactus. Conspiracy here with all the news you can't use. Jim Carrey is currently basking in the sun of Sonic the Hedgehog 2's success. 
and has hinted he might actually retire. For years, he's been courted by multiple scripts for Ace Ventura 3, and last year, Amazon even greenlit the project. But he ain't got time for that. Carrie says the only way he'd consider revisiting the Pet Detective franchise is if Chris Nolan was directing. I can just see it now. Animals drifting back and forth between parallel dimensions. With a plot so complex, Neil deGrasse Tyson has to make an unboxing video just to explain it. Alrighty then. If you've been spackling your pantaloons waiting for a Star Trek series to give you Spock's first name, you're in luck. Paramount Plus's Strange New Worlds Trek prequel is exploring the final frontier. Again, for the first time. The show will include a younger Kirk, who isn't Chris Pine or some idiot kid blasting Beastie Boys while evading the cops, and a recent Trek convention in Chicago revealed character posters featuring actor Ethan Peck as everyone's favorite I'm not an elf or Satan, along with the name Sachun the Guy Spock. Studio rep claims the poster was inadvertently incorrect. So, typo or clever misdirect and info leak? Ah, I smell a, say it with me kids, conspiracy. What is it with Vulcan names all sounding like someone sneezed while typing? Rocker Rob Zombie, who looks like Jason Momoa after surfing too close to the sun, is one busy dude. He's currently filming a Monsters movie that nobody asked for, and now he's dropping his own coffee that nobody asked for. Dragula Fuel comes in ground and whole bean. Yes, you two can dig through the ditches and burn through the witches, and slam back a cup of his Dragula. Nothing says rock and roll more blatantly than caffeine. The best part of waking up is Rob Zombie in your cup. Ugh. What does a flight crew do to a female passenger when they get unruly and start yelling that they need to get off the plane and start trying to open the exit door even though the plane's mid-flight, attacking attendants and assaulting passengers? Well, you fine her butt $82,000, and after that, you duct tape her to a seat. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's exactly what I'm thinking. What is a plane doing with that much duct tape? It's like they planned for it. Duct tape is like the force. It has a light side, a dark side, and it holds the universe together. And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. I'm Ken Spiracy, from my dump in Pahrump. Aw, oh, look at the time. Select members of our studio audience will walk away with the Intergalactic Boombox home board game after we find a 2x4 and some M&Ms. I found one! Uh, great. Hey, man, that's my 2x4. Guys. Uh, I don't have M&Ms. How about some Tic Tacs? Uh, yeah, yeah, that works, thanks. No problem. You're a jerk. This podcast was produced on a Mac Studio and Samsung 49-inch ultra-wide monitor because Daddy needs a tax deduction. If you like the show, tell a friend. The podcast is supported by the Value for Value system. If you find value in what you hear, give back the value you think it's worth. Stream your donations using a Podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. Might I suggest Fountain? They make it super easy to set it all up. Remember. Take care of your words, and the words will take care of you. Don't believe me? Share an opinion on the internet. Till next time, I am out of here.